Hey there, I'm Tam. And I'm Eternally Mortal. And this is the Hidden Egg Podcast. Welcome. Uh, first thing on the order is that I have merch. There's merch now. There is merch now. And I will link to that into the description of wherever descriptions happen for whatever happens. I don't understand how the podcast works, to be honest. I'm just pressing the buttons. Yeah, you push the buttons. I push the buttons. Um, also, the notes thing, I wanted to clarify. Um, I'm So, for, for number nine, <clears throat> if you go to like the buy me a coffee thing to get the notes, that one will be for members. It's like a dollar a month to be a member. Anything previous will be for any supporters. So, if you just do a dollar, you, you know, ever you'll always have access to all the notes. So the the current episode for the week will be a membership thing and the all the rest of them will be anybody who has supported anything even if it's, you know, just a tiny little amount. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just wanted to clarify that. Um, before we go any further, I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw in the disclaimer that if you do decide to engage by purchasing merch or doing the whole buy me a coffee thing, make sure you're taking care of yourself first, you and your loved ones. It's very important to us that you're uh, happy and healthy, and um, if you have extra, feel free to share, but it's never expected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, on to the responses. Responses. So uh, the first one, I think I think he was actually the first one to comment at all, was Eric Monk. Hello, Eric. And um, I've already forgot. I, I responded to what he said, but it was like April 11th. Um, yeah, so that was before last episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just didn't get to it. So, thank you. I'm, I know that he's said several other things, so I, I don't know if we need to necessarily go into everything that he said right now I just you know um, it had a lot to do with wanting to make a positive impact but um, you know just a, a little nudge for anybody in a more positive direction and I appreciate that and also how you need to be real to do so and uh, I appreciate that as well so thank you for sharing Eric and another one <laughs> thank you for that as well uh, and then Jenny Gargalo? Gargarello? Gargarello. I think it's Gargarello. Okay. Gargarello? Well, that could be too. I don't know. Let us know in the comments, Jenny. Um, She said it was very inspirational. Brand new listener, it seems. Thank you. We appreciate that. Natalie says that she was bookmarking this to go back and listen. You're welcome for sharing. Absolutely. Thanks for your comment. Jenny Lane got really um, excited or scared. I'm not really sure what the emotion is, but interested interested in in us being engaged previously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, If you missed that, it was episode eight. We explained a little bit of our past and our our current relationship now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the whole like partners not requiring, not being required to be everything. She definitely agrees. Yeah, I think Jenny and I had a little bit of a conversation about that. (laughs) If I remember correctly. Eric Monk again. See, I told you. There were a lot of him. And and I'm totally happy about this. He had a lot to say and has a lot. I might might need to put a link to at least one of these in the description. 
Uh, I think it's delightful that you were reminded a few times. That's such an honor. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and a wall of text. Yeah, we like our walls of text here on Medium, I think. Also, that's really showing age, seeing rewinding. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is at this point, isn't it? Yeah. You can probably continue there. Um, yeah, so this one was actually really long. Oh, and he was talking about his, his friendship with uh, this guy that, I don't know, it, it's one of those stories things. And, uh, yeah, kind of talking about the differences in the way in the ways that people make friendships and what they mean to different people and everything like that. And uh, it was very well thought out. I, I appreciated it a lot. I believe we talked about this one a little bit too in the comments. Yeah, it was it was kind of a big deal. I I, I started to think while reading his his thing that maybe I, I was supposed to be a Dane instead of an American. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but. Uh, Americans get a bad rap, kind of rightfully, and those of us that live in America that really try kind of feel a little bit, a little bit uh, buried by it sometimes. But my God, first world problems, right? So anyway, I'm I'm looking forward to the next the next session of Eric rambles about shit he has no mandate to opine on. And I don't have it written in front of me, but I did uh, turn that into <clears throat> that. Well, I don't remember what the name of it is, but it was. Irash Hinmatu. Yeah. Yeah. Irash Hinmatu. Yeah. Irash yeah. Hinmatu. I'm looking forward to it. No pressure, though, <laughs> of course, Eric. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny Lane uh, came through again on uh, this quote about intimacy and friends. It was pretty long and, and pretty neat. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jenny. Carrie hadn't actually... I don't think that she actually listened to it just yet. She's kind of, you know... We're all busy. Yeah, we're, we're all busy at this Look, point. No pressure, so y'all, to keep up with it immediately. Like, take your time, listen to it when you can, if you even want to. There's no pressure at all. Also, we do them once a week, so you're not going to get that far behind. They're less than an hour, typically. Cross your fingers. Cross your fingers. Um, so, you know, it, it's fine. You, you can catch up when you have time. And then you good. Hello, you good. <laughs> um, you good had, and, and today's episode is going to feature her a little bit more than usual. <laughs> um, one of the things that she said was actually for this episode about um, how meeting people in different experiences different locations or, or different different information even um how that changes your perception of them yeah a way i explained it uh kind of in our pre-show discussion was uh that you know kind of going into that transition from being like a public online friend acquaintance to like a private online acquaintance where the things that you say to each other you know are not being able to be read by everyone in the world if they wanted to and so you know you can get a little bit closer you can exchange personal information be careful with that friends please don't give your personal information to people that are going to harm you but you know making that transition is a very interesting and of course there's further transitions from there to go into IRL stuff and then we had uh, Akanksha 
saying that I pronounced her name right. You're, you're, I seem you're to be pretty really decent well. doing pretty at, well at, this. at pronouncing people's names, but I'm, I'm sure that's not going to last. You like keep, this, keep an eye on your hubris. It's not going to last. I can't, I can't be all like, oh, I am the perfect at pronouncing things. And thank you, Akansha, for saying we, we rock. That's awesome. Akansha. Yeah, I'll probably just mess it up every time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You deserve better. Genuinely. Um, Lorna had a lot to say. She didn't do it on the uh, article, but she had a lot to say about how our awkwardness and and the difficult moments where we pause and think and think <laughs> and and really decide how to reflect and like answer different different things. Like apparently that's I don't know. Let us know in the comments. Is that what all of you guys enjoy about this podcast? Because Lorna seemed to, to believe that it was a, a big draw. Um, <clears throat> I don't think that we were going for that as a big draw. And I, I don't think that we're going to try and like emphasize it to continue to be a draw of any sort. No. But, but no. I, I, I'm really happy. I'm touched that people like that. Because that's one of the things that I look for is people just being super genuine and being themselves. And that's what we're trying to do the whole time. <clears throat> Sorry if I'm mumbling. I might mumble sometimes. Anyway, um, but since we do pause and we commit the sin of dead air occasionally, oh, I'd like no. to also ask, and no pressure to comment, commenters, but would you like us to have some sort of music behind this? Some sort of light, soft stuff just to kind of give you something to listen to when we're thinking about shit? Mm. <laughs> if I don't know if that's something that we can do. And I probably should have talked about it before the actual podcast so that, you know, we could talk about it. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's an idea. Let us know if you like it. I don't, I, I'm not going to promise anything. No, no, no. You should not promise no. anything at all. No, ever. Um, <clears throat> and then we had, I, I don't know if we wanted to talk more about the Lorna thing, if you had anything to say about that one. Uh, no, I think it. Um, you know, she also talked about how, you know, def definition of friendships is very personal and, you know, the, the, the concept of, of, of free love is difficult for people to accept. And I totally agree with both of those things. So, absolutely. And then Sierra and Lane with Hello, his Sierra. epic comments. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Although it seems Sierra is uh, trying to practice some restraint. Uh, I, I appreciate the grind, my friend, but um, you be you. As long as you're freely being you, I'm happy. Um, yeah, and, and he brought up a good point about autistic people tend to talk more about themselves in ways that externally it sounds like they're being selfish and, you know, just talking about themselves. But my experience, and I haven't been diagnosed autistic, but I have a lot of autistic traits, so I kind of assume that I'm somewhere on the spectrum also diagnoses seem to be kind of hard to come by and um like one of the things that i i definitely identify with is that when somebody starts talking to me about something i first think of can i relate to this experience through an experience that i've had of my own and then i feel the need to share it with the person to be like is this what you're talking about because like i feel like we're bonding over this and i had this experience you know that's like this experience that you're telling me about and it can really sound like i'm just trying to st steal the spotlight but that's not what what i'm trying to do i'm i'm really just trying to be like hey is this the same are are we both having the same like connection feeling here 
And sometimes the level of energy can come off more in a, they were the same because of this thing, <laughs> instead of more of a question. But, like, I understand that energy, absolutely. And there's a lot of people out there that they feel like they got interrupted. And, like, that alone is enough to trigger people a lot of times. Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, a little more patience and understanding would go a long way <laughs> towards social communication. Um, and then we had Ben Ulancey, which, again... I don't. I didn't realize that that was a. This is becoming a meme. Strange name to this, say. This is becoming a meme. This whole meme is it? thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it? Mm -hmm. But uh, Ben, thanks again for the comment. Uh, I'm glad you caught the Jane Son Bob reference. It's fantastic, and it made you laugh. That's good. Um. Oh yeah, and Ben was talking about polyamory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, I haven't read this comment. Uh, officially on medium just yet but i'm probably going to respond to you ben and, and give you um some probably agreements if i'm being honest but you know i'll give you my perception on it a little bit further i didn't go into that in my little article that i did did i i don't think so huh interesting and i think that is it so that's the uh that's the responses people commenting Mm -hmm. Good stuff, good stuff. Thank you all for your engagement. It's so sweet. We really appreciate it. Um, absolutely every time. Just so you know. This, and I we I already sort of said it earlier before, but now that we're on to the main topic, it's about basically when you start... It's, it's that, that, that period of time between, you know, being just a, a sort of nameless person on the internet with no connection to yourself, and then making a friend that you actually give your real information to and develop a, a real connection with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, I'm calling that from pen name to pen pal. I think that's a really good way of saying it, honestly. I mean, I don't know if pen pal is still like a colloquial thing anymore. I mean... That might be, that might be showing our age Yeah, it could bit. be. It could be. But I don't know. I, don't know. I, I mean, I mean our... our my, my kid seems to feel like that's a thing that can, yeah. that they know what it means. So, I, I don't know, maybe stuck around? Maybe. We'll see. Anyway. Anyway. So, a lot of this is going to kind of just be my journey with medium. <laughs> to an extent. To yeah. an extent. Because this is where you made those connections. Yeah. And, and... Realistically, when I started out with the Kiki Lou pen name, I didn't really intend to make connections, and I didn't really... Like, I started forming them, but I had some difficulties that made me not want to write on that account as much. So, like, the the friendships that I was starting to make didn't really fruit. And actually, I didn't put it on this on these notes, but now that I'm thinking about it, my very first... Um, pen name to pen pal was Sierra and Lane. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I I came across them. I don't know, probably in my looking for followers kind of stages. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and we got you know to exchanging ideas and everything, and I was like, they kept wanting to do it through like, he he kept wanting to do it through private notes and everything. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, <clears throat> The, the private notes just aren't enough. It's like 200 words to talk. And then, so then we'd have these like chains 
Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's so cute. Of just <laughs> one of us doing that. And there's, at a certain point, we're just like, you know what? How about we start doing email? Mm-hmm. And so we started talking through email. And it didn't, it never occurred to me that I was giving out information. Mm. You know? For some reason, Siren has always been so genuine, just so trustable. <coughs> well, I mean, I know that there's bad actors out there. There's people that are going to try and take advantage and get trust from people. But, like, you were so small. There's nothing anybody could have been oh, trying yeah. to get from you. Right. It would seem. Sure, there's probably still people, there's still bad actors out there. But, like, you know. Nobody knew enough, me. <laughs> enough words pass between two people and you start to get a sense of a person, <clears throat> I think. And uh, especially if you're observant. Like, there's some people that are pretty oblivious and that's totally fine we can all live i'm pretty oblivious at times too so i'm not judging certainly but um but i think that a lot of times you can get to know somebody with enough words transferred back and forth as long as you're not uh, rose-tinted glasses i think it's also important to note that my kiki lou account is it what is my erotica erotica and romance account so the worst that could possibly be happening in that case in that time frame was that maybe Siren was trying to get to know me for you know sexual purposes but they, they he's, he's he was asexual like very yeah. openly so he's like yeah I'm, I'm i'm not really like into that thing and he, a lot of the questions were about my erotica mm. but not in the, like it it read very curious right not mm-hmm. not like aroused right so <laughs> which would have been fine it's just that that's you know a different way of coming off that made it feel like oh well yeah we can totally have a, a conversation about this in a more intellectual capacity it was really it was an interesting beginning it sounds very cute and <clears throat> i adore the thought but then when i when i went over to making uh the accidental monster account the one that i i continue to use as my main account now um the very first person to seem to reach out to me on that account was stephanie braden and i feel really bad because i'm sure that at some point she's probably going to listen to this but i was really freaked out by her offer to do um like a, a facetime kind of like phone call with visual stuff right off the bat and i'm just like no no, no, I can't do that. I'm not, I'm not up for that. Right. I think it's probably okay. Just, you know, you stated <clears throat> that like, that just was an uncomfortable thing for you at the time. And there's no judgment on Stephanie for being no, into it. No, she was super friendly. It's mm-hmm. just, she was very, I think that she, in her line of work, does a lot of that phone call through the internet thing with the picture and everything. Video call? What are they called? It's I'm probably, so old. Probably a video call. <laughs> Okay. It's fine. Um, yeah, I'm pretty old, too. So she, she does a lot of that stuff, and so this didn't seem out of the ordinary to her. It didn't seem like something that would be too much for a person. Because, right. like, that's just... It's not usually too much for people. Right. But then there's people like me who, like, just talking in the email sometimes would be exhausting. Yeah. And that's not anybody's fault. It's just I was working up to being more social. And when you're when you're not social for a long period of time, and you're starting to ramp up that social 
um, muscle again, it can just be like mind-numbingly terrifying at times. Yeah. And everything that seems very minor to people that are constantly social can just seem like a huge misstep. Yeah, and I I have a lot of anxiety, like right from various sources. But the idea of somebody hurting me from you know that 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 came from medium and that just wanted to like make me feel bad was such a big deal at the time. Mm. It's not as big anymore, but that's only because of the time that I've spent on medium meeting some really fantastic people and getting more comfortable with the idea that I don't, I don't need to please everyone, but most of the people on medium are so friendly anyway that it, you know, it's not as much of a risk. Right. It's not like I'm writing on Twitter. <laughs> right. The, the joke doesn't even land because neither one of us Twitter. No. Well, I have a Twitter. I account. have a Twitter too, but I've never twatted. Twatted. Tweeted. Twatted. Twerted. Never twerted. <laughs> I do sometimes share my. I may have retweeted. I share my, my, my links. Like sometimes I've put um, like the notes. Than I do on Buy Me a Coffee and on Patreon. Mm. I will share those. I'll share those on Twitter, but I'll also share them on Mastodon, and I prefer Mastodon. Yeah, I can't imagine why. <laughs> we don't want to get this into political stuff. No, no. I know I've been told it's okay, but like, just imagine I shit on Elon Musk for a few minutes. Just imagine it. I don't know if I if I actually like post this. I, I've seen somebody on Mastodon. They were removed, they were banned from Twitter, basically because they were talking about Twitter. Yeah, a lot of people got that. So if I share this link on Twitter, and then, I'm, I, and then I don't have an account tomorrow, y'all know why, okay? Yeah, it's my fault. <laughs> no, I'm the one that brought Twitter up. Uh, it's true. Yeah, but you it's my fault. But you're not the one that directly wanted to shit on Elon Musk. Yeah, it's fine. I don't care. If, if that's what happens, then... Twitter's going downhill anyway. Well, we'll see. If it was going to die, I think it would have died already. So it's going to morph into something new. Maybe. I guess we'll see. Anyway, so after that whole thing happened, about a month or so later, I found You Good under a different name. We're not going to talk about that. But I was doing the follower to follower at the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember how it happened. I... I remember that I remember that I told her that the way she wrote was kind of a little bit creepy to me because it was like I had that same feeling of like whenever I read something that I wrote 20 years ago and I'm like reading it not like not like the writing that she did was right. 20 years old. So this isn't a skill issue. This is... No, no, it's it's more like I it it's it seems so much like something that I had read and just forgot about. Right. Like or that I had written and forgot about. And I'm like, I could have written, I could have written this and then just not, like, gotten blackout drunk and, you know, and forgotten that I ever did it. And it was kind of creepy that way. And, you know, eventually she was just like, you know, I'm not here to make money. I'm here to make connections. Fuck yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm here to make money, but I'll give you my email anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, And I was very upfront because of what happened with Stephanie Braden, I was very upfront with you good. And I was like, I don't want to do video stuff. I don't even want to do phone calls. I am happy with the email. And she's like, dude set. 
That's fine. We'll just email. And oh my God, did we? <laughs> oh my God, did we? <clears throat> so I have here like a, a sort of little break with uh, kind of some thoughts about about that because because there was a lot of thought along the way. It's it, but it wasn't pointed like like we'll talk about it now like the idea of trusting others it was there in every moment every decision to say a thing in the sentence you know but how did you feel if you don't mind me kind of breaking in here no it's fine how, how did you feel writing those first let's say five to seven emails was it nerve-wracking i'll be honest with you so i have written probably almost a hundred emails to you good and those emails are not short no i know they're probably like two to three thousand word emails yeah i'm not surprised i don't remember you don't remember how you felt during them <clears throat> i want to say that i was nervous because that makes the most sense mm -hmm. but when sense. i think about writing an email to you good now i just think well it's you know it's it's comfortable mm -hmm. i can say just about anything it's so so nice to find. I can probably like actually say anything. I just you know limit myself because I'm, I'm a spaz. Aren't we all though? A little bit. It's kind of you know. But yeah, I, uh, I'm really glad you were able to make that connection because uh, I think real connections like that are difficult to come by whether you're talking about online or in real life. But um, and I think that a lot of people here on You Good, whether they're here for money or not are kind of looking for that connection too i think so too i'm, I'm mumbling again i'm sorry <laughs> no but I, I do think so like even though i started writing on medium because i wanted to make money with writing i still wanted the connections too mm -hmm. and the more you find the connections the more you think you know even though i'm not really making a whole lot of money that's how that's how medium gets you i think it's because you think even though i'm not making a lot of money there's still a lot of really good people here. Mm -hmm. A lot of good people that I want, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to support. I want to try to keep up with poorly. I'm sorry, but you know, I try mm -hmm. people that I just want to be able to talk to. You can take <clears throat> yeah, I understand. It's pollen season. I, I think that that's a very common struggle actually is keeping up with whatever. And I'm going to call medium a social media. <clears throat> But I think keeping up with social media is becoming a struggle for just about everybody because, like, there's people that I see on other platforms that I think are, like, on top of their shit. Like, they're just constantly, it seems like they're in the right places, keeping up with all the people that they care about. But then when they talk about themselves, they're like, man, I just don't feel like I have enough time to, to check in with everybody. And, like, I feel like I'm dropping the ball so hard. And so, like, I think it's a common thing. You see all these tabs? I do. All these tabs that are all medium tabs. Yeah, I, I'm aware. Yeah, that that is this past like four days worth that I hadn't gotten to. Yeah, I understand. Why are you <clears throat> emphasizing this point at the moment? Because it is super difficult, and I I literally sometimes just pull them up to whittle away at them here and there mm -hmm. instead of doing them in one block. Right. It is so difficult. It is, and I want to. I want to just briefly bring up that there's going to be people, potentially people that listen to this, that their social medias aren't cracking. They're not getting 
notifications that are overwhelming. They're not having a hard time keeping up with all the communities that they're in because they, they don't have that sort of connection. And I don't want you to think that we're just like shitting all over your experience or not acknowledging that. Like I, I, I know from some people that have been there and both Tam and I have been in a space where we've been completely un, unsocial, <laughs> except with each other. I will say, I will say though that the reason for that I don't know, maybe maybe not 100%. I don't like giving absolutes. But the majority of the time, an overwhelming majority of the time, if you aren't getting a whole lot of notifications with comments from people... On medium specifically? On medium specifically. But I think it applies to some degree elsewhere. Hmm. But if you're not getting that, the reason is because you're not engaging with other people. Yeah. I Actually, um, I'm just a baby on medium right now. Like I'm not, and I'm not really jumping into a whole lot of stuff. But I, I've immediately noticed that when I start, when I start reading other people's mm -hmm. articles, and uh, commenting, highlighting, clapping, any of it, like it just immediately like breeds engagement. Well, know? we noticed that too on tw on uh, Twitch, where oh, yeah. you have had a lot more. I wouldn't say that you've gone from pen pal or from pen name to pen pal with them, but you're like on the process. Well, I can talk about that a little bit. If you want. Um, Do you want to make a point first? Yeah, I want to make my point first. You go ahead. Um, but you've, you've gotten to a point where you are social enough that you, if you do a, a Twitch stream, you actually get views. Whereas I have never really been active on Twitch. And when I did some Twitch videos, I got nobody. I got, I think there was like one person that like popped in and then left. Yeah. And that's actually really common for Twitch. <clears throat> um, do you mind if I take the floor for a second here? No, go ahead. Okay. So, yeah, um, I have extensively kind of searched around on Twitch for the past couple of years, and I've found some people that are streaming to themselves for hours a day every day. Not every day. Like, multiple times a week, though. And um, some of them are active and some of them aren't. But I also know of people that, when they started Twitch... They'd already been hanging out in streams for years. They'd already been, you know, gaining those connections, those social relationships, turning pen pals into, no, I'm sorry, turning pen names into pen pals. I know you did that too. I was going to say pen pals into pen friends. I don't know what the, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. Pen <coughs> friends. Pen friends. Um, anyway, uh, but, I, you know, the, they, they'd already made those connections, and so the first time that they hit that go live button, <clears throat> There was upwards of 25 people that pop in over time, over a few hours, just to be like, wow, you're streaming. Look how cool that is. And so, yeah, engagement goes a long way. And it can be really difficult for a lot of people out there to, to look at uh, stuff and be like, well, what do you mean engagement? What am I supposed to say to them? And it's like, sometimes... Whatever comes to your mind, yeah. honestly. <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes listening will help you to find something to say. There's... A, hundreds of times that I've gone into a Twitch stream and just decided I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to lurk, which is a pretty common practice on Twitch. And then something happens on stream or somebody says something in chat that I just engage with. It's just something that pops out of my fingers or my face hole, although they can't hear me when I speak out loud. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so like, you know, listen, see what's going on, read the vibes, see where you go from there. Yeah, and I think it's opinion. I think it's important to to note um, that saying negative things, you, you're. 
I don't want to say that you're not allowed to say negative things because I've definitely said some negative things. Um, usually it's because somebody wrote something that I, I feel strongly against or just about and I want to talk about it. Mm. I, I don't know that there's any variation in it. Every single time I do it, the other writer seems to get so disheartened by it that they stop writing. I don't know what it is. I'm not trying to get them to stop writing, but they do. And it, it seems like um, the negative comments, and I don't mean like being an asshole, guys. I mean like actually being... Like even constructive criticism. Yes, constructive criticism. Just, just you know, responding kindly, but also maybe opinionated. It, it has a huge impact on people. Absolutely. And there's a lot of people that don't... The, that won't maybe agree or that maybe will see the word constructive in there as subjective you know yeah. and, I, and, I, and I get that but yeah on, on social media it seems like people are very fragile and they'll disappear at anything but it also I don't, I don't feel like we should I'm the worst person to say this but I don't feel like we should really coddle people I think we should be kind and attentive and understanding and empathetic well I, I was mentioning that because yeah, also definitely honest. And and I was mentioning that because if anybody's struggling with, you know, trying to get more people to talk to them on, you know, whatever social media they're on, maybe don't talk to the people that you'd be negative to. Maybe don't, I mean, if, if, if what comes out of your face hole is something that is criticizing them, perhaps that's not where you, your best, your time is best spent. Perhaps. And that I might mean, be difficult to hear. Right. It might be difficult to hear. Of, it might be, but it's something to think about, you know? If, if the content you're <clears throat> engaging with causes you to have negative reactions, what kind of content causes positive reactions? And this is a good thing for just mood, you know? If you're yeah. in a shit mood, yeah. if, if you know what kind of content brings you smiles, then you know how to help yourself to an extent. That doesn't mean you should. I wish I could go back. Sometimes you can stay in a bad mood because by wish, choice. I wish I could go back. And there were a few, like, I don't remember who they are, but I remember that they happened. Mm. I was just in a bad mood, and I took what they said in a bad way. And when I looked at it later, I was like, that was kind of shitty of me. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. That really was unnecessary. I could have been kinder here. Sure, absolutely. You've come so far, <clears throat> by the way. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, coming back to the original point. Yeah, um, where, where were we? What are we doing? <laughs> where are we at? And then there's, there's, there's different aspects when you, when you think about trusting other people, like, uh, full, full on strangers are different from acquaintances. Um, and like, what is their motivations? Like, like I was saying with, uh, with Sierra and like, his motivations could have been to to be I don't know to to like horn dog on me, but he's gay, so like right out the uh, right at the <laughs> very beginning, that was kind of off the table. Well, yeah. <clears throat> so it it made it it made it easier to be able to trust him because there wasn't there wasn't a motive that 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 fit that made it sound like it was a risk. Right, and it's, it's more than just, you know, um, his stated uh, sexuality or anything like that that made it to where it was safe. It was the way that he interacted yes. with you. Yes, yes. 
Because there's, like, you can say that you're gay and then act in a way that's straight. And, like, I know you're not, I know you're lying. You're at least bi. Sure. (laughs) You know? But, you know, there's a way that people, and I've, full disclosure, I had a a history with um, a gay man that I really thought that was going places because it really seemed like he was into me. We even, like, I, I even spent the night at his place. Mm. And, like, I got kind of upset because I was, like, after the fact, I was, like, he never made a move on me or anything. We slept in the same bed. Mm-hmm. I think he even, like, cuddled me. And I'm, like, why didn't it go further? And then we worked together. So, like, our co our coworker that knew both of us was, like, oh, honey, he's gay. And I'm, like, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, I know that sometimes there's an overlap where a gay man can seem friendly enough that you, you mistake it for being, you know, interest in you. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, since then, I, I know how to, su- how to suss that out. <laughs> well, let's say you assume. You might get surprised. I guess that's true. That's you true. might get surprised. I today. haven't met all seven billion people. You're right. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think... I think that figuring out, you know, when when I was talking with you, good, her original account was so transparent, and she even had like real life people that knew her in real life commenting on on her. Why are you giving me that face? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, please continue. On her articles, and and I guess I guess there's the possibility that she could have been lying about certain things, but there were some aspects that there's no need for anybody to lie about well yeah anything anyone says could be a lie but like i don't know how much time we really want to spend on (laughs) trying to doubt everything that everyone says but yeah i'm sure with you good it was the same thing just the the content of the communication was enough to to build that bridge of trust yeah, in the first the first couple of months worth of emails, whatever information I said to them, and it, it's the same when I talk to Lorna or Carrie, whatever information I put there, I kind of take a calculated risk in knowing this information could eventually be shared. Hmm. They, they, you know, I, I, I can't assume that these people are going to keep everything that I say in strict confidence because they might not. Now I, I feel pretty comfortable with you good and with Lorna and, and with Carrie and with Siren. I feel pretty pretty comfortable knowing that they aren't going to like blast all this stuff that I, I send them if I send them something that's super sensitive and I'm like, I'd really like this to never get out, blah blah blah. They're not, they're not really going to, I don't sure. feel like they're going to do that. Right. But that's something that, that built up over, over time, over time of exchanging that sensitive inf- information. I have information about all of them that could be also considered pretty sensitive information. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of like we, we kind of have a dance in, in the interactions where I give a little bit, you give a little bit. I give a little bit more, you give a little bit more, and it's very much the same as like when you're in person gaining 
trust. Well, what it, what it also is, is a, it's almost a direct representation of what a relationship is. As you get closer to somebody, they get more pieces of you. Yeah. And you, you become more vulnerable to them hurting you, even through them just feeling pain, not them inflicting pain on you, but just them feeling pain makes you more vulnerable to being hurt. It's kind of like there's an episode of Scrubs where um, I don't remember who says what, but it basically comes down to you don't you don't put out all your crazy all at once. You you meter it out in little bits along the way. Oh, I wish I could just put out all my crazy all at once. (laughs) No, you'd scare people away. Nobody can handle that crazy all at once. I have scared people away. Yeah, I know. I know. You have to learn how to do it a little bit at a time. Those are some of my favorite relationships. It was so easy, and I knew exactly where I stood. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, with with Lorna and Carrie, and I think even Sierra, like, they have um, pictures of themselves. And I think they're using their real names, too. I don't use my real name, and I don't use a picture of me. Can you believe it? Mm Mm-hmm. It's funny because my, my my picture isn't anywhere on any of my screens. Oh, yeah, there it is. That tiny little Yeah, we got, we, we, I, I know the Tam. I know the little Tam dude. The little Tam dude. Tam dude. Um, and so I, I, because I suffer with the fear of, like, who's going to find out and what are they going to think when they see what I look like and, like, how is, is this going to come back around to me? I, I have all this anxiety about it. It's kind of crazy. I need to work on it. Um, but, but then after we went through you good stalker story, I, 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 during that, while it was happening, I, I need, I felt like I needed to prove to her that I was me uh-huh. or at least that I wasn't the people that would do bad things were involved okay. in that 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 difficulty and so i actually sent them like i, I took a picture just to send to to her uh-huh. and it's like the only time i've ever actually like sent a picture of me online to uh-huh. somebody i didn't know interesting yeah you're, you're further behind on that than i am <laughs> no that's wild i didn't know that yeah oh cool okay. it, was, it was also after our first so phone call pr- i'm so proud of myself now it was also after our first phone call where, um, when the whole stalker thing started, she was kind of legitimately freaked out because there was some weirdness going on and she couldn't really trust that anybody was who they said they were. And she didn't say any of this in the email. I just, after you email somebody over and over again, eventually you kind of get the gist of like what it's like when they are freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and... She kind of was like, I don't want to talk about it on, on the email, but, like, if you're up for having a phone call, like, here's my number. Right. <clears throat> and so I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Not even a thought. I did not even have a thought about the it. I comfort was just, level was yeah. so high. And, and now I'm like, you know, if, if she were to ask, hey, do you want to talk on the phone, I'd probably be, you know, my normal, like, eh, I don't really like talking on the phone. That's okay. You're allowed to be yourself. <laughs> But at that moment, yeah, at that was, moment, I could tell that she was freaked out because your of all. Was engaged. Yeah, and I was like, I I have to, I need to, you know, extend this, and find out what's going on because it's a friend in need, and I wanted to be there for her. A friend with weed is better, I hear. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I have plenty of those. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm just getting silly, I guess. So, I mean, I don't know what that means about the whole, like, going from pen pal or pen pen name to pen pal. Why do we want to put pen pal first? I don't know. From pen pal to pen friend. <clears throat> um, um, go ahead. I, I, don't, I don't know how. Like, this isn't a playbook to, to use because I think each situation is different. I think if if Carrie wanted to talk on the phone, if she were really freaked out, I don't know, if, would I act the same way? Maybe. I don't know that I can determine that I act the same way until it happens. Right, it's difficult to determine without it actually happening. But I think what we can say is that, you know, getting to know somebody from start, from the, from the very beginning, from <clears throat> strangers, is, is going to be a very specific process every time. And so there's not going to be a great rule that you can just have for everybody. Yeah. But I think something that you can do if you're feeling the urge to get closer to somebody and you sense that same desire from them but you're nervous about it, reread your old conversations. Hmm. You know, go back through the stuff that you started, the, the earliest ones you can find, and just go through those conversations and see if any of it seems off to you. Yeah, that's a good point. Or and see if you just have somebody remember. else read them. That's also a good idea. Absolutely. Just to get a third perspective on it. Of course, you know, someone trusted and stuff like that. And maybe that might be breaking consent in some regard. I don't fully know. But like, you know, you can you can share stuff with people, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, and then the stuff that I was talking about, like way at the beginning of this episode, um, about how different information or locations or whatever can change the way we see people confession wise when I found out the kind of the kind of lifestyle that you good currently has like when I found out that information I started feeling very insecure about myself mm. excuse me the more I learned about her in the real world the more it struggled to match what I believed to be true from the writing back and forth. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, we gain mm -hmm. our, we make impressions of people based on what we know. And then as we start to learn more dimensions of a person, sometimes it becomes discordant because we had certain, yeah. it can be as simple as like, you know, not seeing anyone, someone's face and just talking through text. And then all of a sudden you see their face and you're like, that's not what I was expecting. Right. I now have to like relearn who the fuck you are. Right. And it, it's not necessarily a deal breaker, but, but I think there are, um, personal stereotypes and biases that we all have that when we learn the truth and it doesn't fit what we expected, it can be jarring. Right. And it, it would be nice and easy if we could just not have expectations in Wouldn't that regard. Wouldn't that be nice? You know, that way we just learn things fresh and new and we don't have to overwrite anything. Hmm. But unfortunately, we're all human. <clears throat> and we all have these previous experiences to pull from. So... I think at yeah. the end of the day, if I, if I had to pinpoint one thing that was a deal breaker that would just, like, turn me off, quote-unquote, of, of the path of making somebody into a real friend from, you know, the online world is them lying like finding out for sure that someone <clears throat> something someone told you was yeah. incorrect yeah i have i, I i'm i'm not 
I don't. I'm not trying to say which way is better or worse, but like, I would come. I would be able to come up with a lot of reasons why that person may have lied out of fear or stuff. But I don't mean little lies. I mean like they pretended to be a 35 year old housewife, and they're actually a 65 year old man living or a 14 year old boy or 14 year old boy yeah exactly those are deal breakers you lie about some huge fundamental element about who you are we are not friends because the friendship that whatever was built there before the truth came out was built on literally a lie so there is nothing there it is false Mm. now if they want to like try to recoup it and start over we're starting over on pretty rocky ground right it's not impossible, but I don't I don't like to build on fantasy. I understand. <laughs> I don't I don't want to build on something that doesn't actually exist. So <clears throat> I, I hate I'm not trying to disagree with you here, but I do have a bit of a differing uh, opinion, I guess, on it. <clears throat> but like those past experiences still mattered or it would still matter to me. If I had good conversations with somebody even if all of those conversations were based off of a lie, um, then I, once I found out that they lied to me, I would probably be slightly excited in the hopes that they would be interested in telling me why they lied. And I would just get to learn more about the human condition. Mm. I'm weird. Don't ever listen to me. You folks. know, it, it might be it might be a, a, a gender thing because as a, as a female, I was taught that once somebody has lied to you, you can't trust them because yeah. your safety depends on them being honest. It might be a privilege thing, it absolutely, to where like you know I feel pretty comfortable knowing that like I don't, I don't have the feeling that people are going to kill me if they go around. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there that walk yeah. around the streets and they just feel like they're going to get killed, including rich white women. <laughs> so like you know, it's a it's a rough time for a lot of people, and I didn't have to deal with a lot of that. So it could be just a privilege thing. Or it could just be you. There's a lot that's just you. Yeah. I know. All right. Well, I guess we've uh, we've kind of talked enough about this. I don't know if we got to what was expected in this, but we got somewhere. Yeah, absolutely got somewhere. We talked about some stuff. Maybe we <clears throat> generated some ideas within the people that listen. And that's really the goal at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, I really hope that we maybe brought a smile or two. So... For the next episode, we're going to do Lorna and Eric Monk's uh, work setting kind of stuff. But if you've made it this far in the podcast, I would like to put out there, I'd like to start maybe adding in episodes that are based on um, listeners' experiences. Yeah. So if you're interested, no pressure at all for this. But if you're engaged with the content and you feel like you have a like a story or an event or a circumstance that you felt pretty vulnerable in and you're willing to share that vulnerability, we would be more than happy to, well, we'd be more than happy to read it unless you didn't want us to, but we'd be more than happy to talk about it. But understand that this is a very vulnerable request. And so protect yourself exactly as much as you feel like you need to. So I, I created a new email address for this purpose. So it's theaccidentalmonster at yahoo.com. I'll put a link to it in all the descriptions, wherever I have descriptions. Um, but 
yeah, you, you can send whatever your story is. Let me know if you want it to be anonymous or if you want me to say a specific name or whatever. Protect your own identity as much or as little as you feel like you need to. Let me know if we can read it out verbatim or if you want us to sort of summarize without actually saying what you said. You know, whatever it makes you comfortable. Exactly. Absolutely. And um, I want to be just a little bit vulnerable here at the end and say that, like, I, I'm a little nervous talking about real people's experiences here, you know, because the last thing I want is to accidentally dox anyone or to share information that would make people feel uncomfortable, make people feel like they're being called out. Do we want to just say that unless it's specifically stated that everybody that writes in will just consider them to be anonymous? Uh, that way we're not running the risk of doxing anyone or, or putting anything out that needn't be... Well, let's say an, an, anonymity is certainly an option. I don't know that we need to make a rule. I, I think that we want to leave all of that in the hands of anybody that wants to comment in this regard. Or email, like you said. Also, I'm going to give you a little bit of shit for Yahoo. I know, it is... In, I... case, in case you were born in the past 20 years, Yahoo is Y-A-H-O-O. Because it's not as relevant as it was 20 okay, years ago. Okay, that's fair, but I didn't want to make another Gmail because I didn't want to have to sign out and I understand. sign I totally into another it. browser. And, uh, it's, it's a lot. So I just think it's cute. I wanted to call it. <clears throat> I mean, I, I, I kind of thought that Yahoo did actually... Like, people know Yahoo. Do they? Yeah, it's not super used, but it's... It, it, Yahoo and Bing are actually kind of used now. Mm. I thought Bing it's was only sort used. sort of coming back. I thought Bing was only used by hipsters that wanted to avoid Google. That was a joke. I don't mean that. If you're a Bing user. I, really I don't, don't you know, I don't remember what the study was, but I, I saw a thing where it, it, it said that it, it's kind of on the rise because there's a lot of problems going on with Google. Mm. And there's people that are searching for options. Interesting. Alternatives to, to Google. Well, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So, feel free to share your experiences if you'd like. Thank you very much for listening. We very much appreciate your time. We're just bumbling around in the dark out here, and it's cute that you want to listen to it. Or also just epic and amazing and pog. That too. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, we're ending. Yeah. You want to do your thing? Do I do my thing first? Yeah, you do your thing Is that first. how we do it? That's okay. how we do it. So, uh, I'm, I'm eternally mortal, and um, thank you very much for listening again, and I hope you find smiles this day. And I'm the Accidental Monster. We can both be found on medium.com. And until next time, follow each other, follow the dopamine, and follow yourselves always.